You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Now, here are your hosts for Running Around Charlotte, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper. We all know the transformation that running can make us feel inside. Even now, or especially now, with stay-at-home restrictions, running gives us exercise and freedom we all need for our minds and bodies while allowing us some social distance. But our next guest on Running Around Charlotte is showing the transformation running can make on the outside. We know running is a great way to stay in shape, but Charles Willett was nearly 400 pounds before he decided to adopt a healthier lifestyle that included running. The CPA for No Doubt Brewing has now lost nearly 150 pounds and still counting. Welcome, Charles. You look great. How much do you credit running for your transformation? Um, Running is a... Well, running, walking, hiking, basically just increased cardio in general was a huge part of getting active. Um, and I credit that a lot. Um, I'm actually been wearing my uh, Make-A-Wish uh, Trailblaze uh, Challenge bandana as my face mask for the last couple of days. <laughs> and that was a huge, that hiking aspect of it really was was a game changer in, um, in, in kind of getting me started on that path. And and then last June was the first time I actually tried running um, with the run clubs. And that the, I'm learning that the social aspect of all that has been um, uh, has been great in the past couple of weeks. Having this new environment has been a whole new test. But yeah, the um, the biggest part of that was just getting habits going. And I was doing cardio like four or five times a week. Um, I think that's been a huge part of it. Um, the, uh, the diet of, you know, eating healthy and, and is probably the most impactful on calories and, uh, and, and definitely kickstarted, but the running has been, a been a huge one, especially seeing that mental rewarding, you know, aspect of, oh, I can run a mile. I can run three miles and do a 5k. I can do a 10k, see how far this can go and, uh, kind of keep you motivated. Right. At that point, it's just the number. You're like, let's just keep adding on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was really actually hoping that uh, we'd come on today and I could tell you guys how I did my first uh, Ultra 50K. Um, but unfortunately, it got canceled or postponed. Ah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> I had a marathon coming up in two weeks and that got canceled. So I know how you feel. Mm. I'm yeah, out here missing, missing running groups I don't even go to. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That one I haven't even been to. I wish that was on. I uh, yeah, I did that. Uh, I did a seven mile, just uh, mostly on the urban route the other day, and um, and purposely ran by where to see if there was like an underground running like group meeting up on their normal day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey Charles, you know for for me, um, once I get into a goal, I'm good. The hardest part, though, is getting started, you know, so I'll, I'll say, all right, I'm going to start tomorrow. And then and then you get up and you kind of forget you, you're not in your routine yet. and You eat something you shouldn't or you don't go for a run. And you, I, all right, I'll start tomorrow. And just getting that first two or three days under your belt to where, you know, you've started a streak or you started a trend. And then all of a sudden you start to see like, 
man, I've already lost three pounds or I've run three days in a row or whatever that goal is. It's, it's those first couple of days for me when I set a goal that I want to accomplish something that are the hardest. Tell me about how you got started. Cause I would imagine, you know, you could start tomorrow and tomorrow never comes. Right. And it's that day that you say, all right, today, today's the day. What made that day stick for you? So it's funny. Uh, so you, I, you say that day for me, it's actually very simple to remember. Um, Global running day was June 5th. And uh, like I said, I've been doing a lot of elliptical and hiking and just walking around the neighborhood. Um, but my entire adult life, I've never tried to run. Um, and when I did it in high school uh, through PE, like I'm not going to claim that I was much better. Uh, but the but we have uh, the Nud Brewing uh, Run Club um, had a meeting on their normal Wednesday, and it happened to be Global Running Day, and they were doing somebody was bringing a bunch of tie dye. You got a shirt. You did this and that. I was like, okay, let me see if I can actually run one mile uninterrupted. This is going to, like, if I, if I can't, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Um, but let's see if I can. And so I did. Uh, so I tried and went up and back and was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I actually, like, and I don't feel terrible. Like, so that was a huge realization. I was like, okay, this is a whole other avenue that I can, I can do that doesn't require me to drive to a, to a mountain, doesn't require me to go to the gym. And so the next day I went to Divine Barrel, for their uh, run club on Thursday nights. And they had a one, two and three mile route. And it was like, okay, let's try three, see what happens. I literally live on the route. So I was like, worst case scenario, I get to two and a half miles. I'm like, nope, going inside. <laughs> <laughs> so got uh, did about two miles and then got to turn off. I was like, all right, and there's a, a, a little hill. I'm like, okay, I need to take a break. So I walked up you know, walked a couple of blocks, I'm like, oh, let's see if I jog some more. Like, okay, cool. Uh, and then walked a few more and then finished like the last half half mile out of jog. And by the way, whenever I say run, please do not think that I am running fast. <laughs> like, when I started all this, I was running like, fast. You said running. Right. I was like, even now, like if I, if I break 10 minute pace, then I'm, I'm thrilled. <laughs> so that's but, all right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the biggest thing was just was the motion to me is like, okay, I can keep this, this regular motion up and I don't have to slow down. I don't have to start walking. Um, and the fact that I could do most of three miles. So the following uh, Sunday, I went back, you know, to the notice uh, is two times a week, Sunday and, and Wednesday. So it's like, all right, I'll try that. And that one I did. And I actually finished the three miles there. And so from there, it was like, okay, let's, I don't know what the, I don't know what my true, what the limit is. Um, I've learned that even doing the, uh, the marathon last November was um, the previously, the longest I'd ever run was 12 miles. And I was like, well, I can make it to mile 16 because that's where our original location is. And I had a couple of our brewers and production team waiting to drink a hop drop and roll with me so because <laughs> why would you want anything else while you're running a marathon Absolutely. have a beer <laughs> hey I, i've told jeff this in person a couple times but charlotte marathon was fantastic i had a beer at mile 10 beer at mile 16 a beer at mile 25 and again uh as i'm crossing the uh finish line cracking open the radio haze can <laughs> 
which is I think the picture that uh, you guys have on. Uh, on oh, on- yep. <laughs> yep. We've got that up a few places. <laughs> But yeah, even that one was just a, okay, I think I can make it mile 16. And then worst case scenario, I'll walk the back 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got there and it's like, okay, I feel like I can keep going. It's like, let's just keep keep trying. And so, yeah, I'm, it's, I guess, a long, long drawn out answer. But the, uh, the biggest thing was just, I, I've been amazed at every single step of the way, one, by all the support that you get from, that I've gotten from everybody. And then and you know, all the encouragement, people that you know, they're faster than you that slow down, people that's you know, that cheer you on and the social aspect of it. Um, but the uh, but just how much is it is possible, and so just keep going until until I find that limit. Um, I was really hoping that this uh, March 21st, Long Florida has a uh, up in Lake James has a 50k that I was really looking forward to. Well, looking forward to hopefully finishing, not necessarily the uh, middle part, but <laughs> that'll be a good test. So right. now I get to do it when it's a little hotter in June. <laughs> exactly. It'll be a little bit more of an accomplishment because it'll be hot. You'll be out there. You'll get it done still. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, this so- might take closer to the full nine hours. That's all. <laughs> right. Hey, as long as you get across the line, you're good. Absolutely. That's what I call getting your money's worth. Right. Right. I mean, if you're going to pay to enter, you don't want it to be over so soon. <laughs> and, and I try to always pick it. Obviously, I'm very biased towards the uh, craft beer community, but the um, uh, I try to pick races affiliated with breweries wherever I can. Mm-hmm. Of course. So when you're so, talking to other people who've got like some goals, some running goals that might be a little bit overweight or don't consider themselves a runner, like what do you say to them about your story and like how they can go ahead and jump in? I know you were talking about it. And one of the big things you hit on was it's not like a pass or fail thing when you're out there running, you go out and if you get it today, you get it today. And that's awesome. And if you don't, Hey, you got tomorrow and keep it up. I mean, the first thing, I, and actually this week has been a great and terrible example because the lack of motivation has been a real struggle like with all the, the quarantine you know mentality and uh so last night i did uh was the first time i ran since sunday and i just did two miles and getting started was was terrible but like mile and a half in i'm like oh yeah this is what this was you know i already feel better about this i feel like you know just moving and shaking stuff up it's a like it's the same thing that when i you know used to Whenever I would go to the gym or, or do anything physical, it's like it, knowing that afterwards I'm gonna feel so much better because you know, my body just likes to move. Um, and so as like so like I said, it's not pass fail. It's 100% just do something. I my goal was always to not walk, um, even if I was running at the you know, quote unquote running at the same pace as I could walk. It, it's just keeping the trying to keep the motion going um, was a huge success for me. So the uh, the other one is, uh, and I know a lot of people will say like, always have a race, you know, sometime in the future, always have something that you're working towards and, and use that as your motivations. Like, well, I can't really, I can't completely give up because I'm still gonna go and it's just gonna feel worse if I'm not prepared for it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
what are what are your goals? I know you you mentioned a couple of times, you know, getting an ultra uh, in fifty uh, k is, you know, there there are different levels of ultras. Oh, yes. <laughs> of course, there's fifty k, fifty miles, hundred k, hundred miles. But what like tangibly speaking, and what are your goals? Is it to do a certain number of events? Is it more related to, hey, I want to hit a certain weight number? What's in your mind in terms of keeping you motivated to, to have something to strive for? Um, that's a great question. The uh, I don't know that I actually have. I mean, I have like some, I have a, uh, some weight goals of like, okay, I, I want to make sure I'm always between X and Y. Um, and yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite, uh, in that range right now. So it's like, I, I know I'm still working up towards that. Um, and I, I like to say that, you know, I'll always reference back to the hiking is like, I always feel like I can honestly say, well, I can always do five miles at any given point. I know, I, I know I can always do another five. Um, so I'd like to be able to say at any given point, I can knock out, you know, a, at least a 5k, if not a 10k, no matter like if I'm feeling tired or hungover or whatever, it's like, I know this is possible. Um, so just trying to keep that level of capability or mental capability of saying like, okay, I know, I know I have this in me. Um, and I think a lot of that comes down to just making sure that on any given day or any given week, I'm trying to do at least a minimum of like, you know, 10 miles just to make sure that I always can. I've set random goals. Like this year, my half jokingly decided, I was like, well, I'm going to try to track a thousand miles on Strava. Um, And we'll see. Yeah. That's becoming this last month. That's becoming a, a little bit more daunting than I, I thought it would be but the um uh I would like to say that I, I would tackle a 50 miler or so or a true like uh, a really aggressive ultra I don't know that I ever will but then again I never thought I would try a marathon so everything is kind of relative um I do like the idea of having something so like every time I knock out like two or three races I'll find a good excuse, whether it's a charity related one or a brewery related one, I'll find something that I can put on the calendar just to, you know, like I said, kind of for more accountability than anything else. Just so that I know that I'll go and I know that I don't want to suffer through it. So. Yep. The races really keep us going because ever since some of mine got canceled for like the summer, I've just been like, Oh, do I need to go run today? Like I could yeah. be fine without running today, <laughs> but looking forward to the fall races, especially like our race. I've got um, Chicago in the fall and trying to make sure my legs don't just completely fall apart before then. <laughs> what about you, Tim? What's like your golden number? You're like, I want to be able to do this no matter what, whether I'm tired the kids are acting crazy. I'm hungover, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, for me, it's, um, I, I always remember uh, John Bingham, the penguin, who was a, a writer for a long time for Runner's World and a, a motivational speaker. And um, he was uh, overweight at one point in his life, too, and decided that running was going to be uh, the cure for him. 
in, in losing weight. And his, his famous saying is, uh, the miracle isn't that I finished, it's that I started. And I think about that when I start my run, because getting out the door is kind of the biggest challenge for me in the morning. You know, for some reason, it's like, ah, I could do this or I could do that. Do I want to go run? And I'm dressed and I'm ready to go. And it's like, once I get out the door and I get those first steps in, like Charles said a couple minutes ago, you know, once I got that forward motion going, I'm like, ah, yeah, this is it. And so it's not that I finished a six mile run or an eight mile run. It's that I actually got out and started because it is so easy to find other things to do and find obstacles. And I think that's just, um, you know, just part of the goal. And sometimes I'll set a time, you know, I'll say, all right, it's six o'clock at 6.30, I'm going to go out the door. So you've got a half hour to do what you want. And then at 6.30, you're going to head out and you'll be home at, you know, whatever time, 7.30, and you'll have the rest of the day uh, to enjoy the, the success of going out to run. So it's just, you know, having that motivation to get out the door, I guess. Accountability is a big thing too. And Charles, I don't know if you run with others um, or if you've got training groups, you know, right now with <laughs> with this social distancing or the stay at home thing is probably more more of an issue than anything else. The two guys that I run with on a regular basis are like, they're all in on the stay at home thing. And, and I'm, you know, I, I'll meet you and run with you. So I, you know, I, I don't mind getting out a little bit. Um, but just not having that accountability partner of I'll meet you at six 30 and we'll go for a six mile run or whatever. If they're, if you don't have that, you kind of, you lose a little bit of the motivation. So Absolutely. I don't know what you guys do to, to work around that. So I know um, I've, I've mentioned the, the run club, especially like Devon Barrel and Noda Brewing are the two that I do. I was doing every single week uh, pretty much unless it was like random conflict, but, um, and a lot of those, you know, around the Noda neighborhood, it's all like there's a bunch of different clubs, so it's always the same people. Like Old Missy had a group that's now moved down to um, Fauna Flora and a handful of others. But the um, yeah, I uh, this whole social distancing thing is really uh, you know the phrase the uh, you don't realize what you have until until it's gone. Um, how much of a motivator that really is of like I always joke, the reason I do Noda on Wednesday is because I just come downstairs out of our office and and join the group. But the fact that they're there means that all right, well, I'm committed to go to at least coming in and, and doing that. Um, there's one or two people that I've that I've run. Um, and Ken Robinson's probably spent more time uh, running next to me than in or than anybody else. And like I've done uh five k's 10 k's and 15 k's with him and every time uh like every time he tries to speed up i'm like no i'm not gonna not gonna get, like fall back so <laughs> uh, so yeah i mean 100 the um running with somebody is an added accountability where i'll be like oh this hell i'm gonna just slow down and it's like well no then i'm gonna be behind i can't do that <laughs> yep <laughs> 
Whereas anytime somebody else passes me, I'm like, ah, you fast people. You just keep going. <laughs> you started with this person. You're like, I know I've taken every step with yeah. you. So there's no way in heck I'm going to let you get in front of me. <laughs> Absolutely. The, uh, but yeah, the, um, especially like you said, you start with somebody. Um, so it's somebody that you, you spent a lot of time running next to is like, all right, like, I know what, you, I know what you're comfortable at and I, and I know if you're still going, then I can keep going. So there's there's definitely that um, that we'll call it motivation or punishment or whatever um, that forces you to that forces your body to do to uh, your body and your mind to kind of get on the same page because one or the other tends to always be like, hey, you know, you can slow down, stop. Yep. I was listening to a uh, podcast one time about running while I was running and the guy was talking about how like if internally you're having a bunch of issues and you're like I can't breathe right and my legs hurt then just like focus on the outside like look at a tree look at like the road or like focus on the lines in the road and try and count those or something and like same thing if it's raining and terrible outside like focus on your heartbeat focus on your breathing like just pick something that's okay and just be there. And don't focus on anything else. And I usually try and do that, especially like back half of a marathon or something where everything is wrong. <laughs> You're like, let me just focus on this kid's one sign right here. And I'll just let that guide me for a few more steps. And then the next kid's sign. And then like the lady with the dog and just kind of like find something. <laughs> I also like the uh, the fake it till you make it concept of like, especially the the one attempt you know the one marathon I, <clears throat> I did last November was the uh, like you go through there's people standing out there it's like man they've been standing out at like 40 degrees for like the last two hours waiting for like their random friend loved one uh, to come by it's like all right I'm not gonna look like I'm suffering so it's like I'm just gonna <laughs> smile and pretend like this is all good like exactly. <laughs> Or especially when you know the person, you're like, I can't look like I'm hurting in front of him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I definitely have done the uh, spent like 30 minutes just staring at a spot like a fixed like five feet in front of me on the road and just watching the uh, watching the lines or the gravel <laughs> move by, <laughs> like completely like tunnel vision. <laughs> exactly. You're like, I think that rock was bigger than the last rock. Okay. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it it sounds crazy to any of our friends who don't run a lot, but that's how you got to get through some of them. One of the there's also I always joke about the uh, the shared you know shared misery or shared suffering, whatever the uh, the fact that your that goes back to the run club groups is <clears throat> like every one of you decided to come out and do this and to be miserable for, <laughs> for however long, you know, and, and then you, then you get to hang out and socialize afterwards. And it's a, it's a great bonding, you know, experience because like, Oh man, we all just accomplished something, whether it was one mile, three, five, whatever, you know, whether it was the fast pace or, or, you know, you've been, your legs been bothering you and you still made it out, whatever you accomplished something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's the uh, all right. Just keep keep pushing through, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of that shared misery, what other races or events do you have coming up after we're free of all this? <laughs> well, so the silver one of the few silver linings is uh, I had signed up for 
Like I kept having friends that would sign up for things like, yeah, you'll do this one with me. I'm like, oh, sure, why not? <laughs> so I'd signed up for the 50K um, on the 21st of March. And then the next week, next Saturday was a half marathon. And then the next Saturday was Cooper Ripper Bridge run. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that was going to be it. This was going to be a miserable month. <laughs> <laughs> um so all of those are still theoretically rescheduled and not canceled. Um, so I'm kind of waiting to see when everything falls. Um, another one, the long ones in, I think, mid-June. Uh, I'm almost scared to, to sign up for too much more right now just because I don't know, like, I don't want to have a conflict unexpectedly where something gets rescheduled. Um, and I don't know that, and I don't have any idea of what, when everybody's going to be comfortable kind of getting together in large groups. So yeah, I, w- I was planning on, uh, I guess I'm still planning on um, doing the Charlotte marathon again in November. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, well, that's assuming that everything was like, we're normal. still on. Yeah. 100%. I mean, that's, that's my hope. Cause uh, I mean, it's far enough away that that shouldn't be a problem, but uh, yeah, this whole thing has taught me not to make assumptions. So <laughs> <laughs> so I'm committed. Yeah. I will pre- try to prepare for it. I'm gonna do the uh, like 26 point brew uh, as a small like training group that got up and running a couple years ago, specifically prepping for the marathon. Um, out of the was a spinoff of the uh, Noto Run Club, um, and I'm still trying to do a couple like the, the Urban 10 route um, periodically. I'm gonna try to do 10 miles on Saturday. Uh, the, I was just debating on whether or not I don't I don't actually know if uh, Whitewater Center is I think still open. So at least the trails. So hopefully I can hit them up. Trails I don't are still yeah. open, yeah. Okay. So good. That's, hey, um, just uh, before we let you go, I, I I find your story fascinating. I I have two questions. One is, um, like all tap rooms for craft breweries across. North Carolina, Noda's tap room is closed right now, but you can still drive by and pick up your favorite four pack. Is that correct? Yeah, we um we have done the same as a lot of people when we uh we set out an outdoor drive through. So you pull up in your car. Uh, we've got a uh, a handheld tablet um, that we we put the order in. It prints out inside. Somebody grabs it. Everybody's wearing gloves, face masks, everything's sanitized constantly throughout the day. Um, so yeah, you don't ha- you don't even get out of your car. In fact, you don't even you have like uh, you can just release the trunk or unlock the doors. We'll put it in the car for you. Uh, you don't have to touch anything. Um, and yeah, it's been a surprisingly good. Uh, it's a weird pivot that we didn't expect. Um, I don't think any of us expected to be doing, but it, it's been amazing to see how much our you know our regulars and and you know have come through and uh the number of people that keep tipping on it as if they were buying beer on the site is really the reason that we've been able to keep bathroom staff um you know employed honestly so it's it's I, I can't say enough about it um and the people that are supporting it we also uh just launched a um on a craft seller which is a mobile app um you can pre-buy a couple of releases from basically doing pre-sales and then you pick them up through the drive-through as well. But so there's a lot of a uh, lot of challenges. People are are 
being innovative and and uh, really trying to keep some sense of normalcy uh, to operations, uh, even though things are everything on premises shut down. Yeah. Well, so if if you want to drive by, they'll have what you're looking for. Um, we encourage you to support local, whether it's your brewery, your running store, your bookstore, or whatever. Please support your local small businesses um, during this time. Um, last question, Charles. I, I'm, you inspire me. Uh, I'm sure there are others who are listening that are inspired. What, what if you if you gave them one word of in, advice or encouragement? What would you say to someone who's sitting there, maybe not at 400 pounds, but you know, like, hey, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I I need to get started. And Charles has kind of inspired me. I just need that one last kick of motivation to get me out the door. And my biggest thing was I, I'm amazed, not just in myself, but in others. I'm amazed at what people are, are capable of when they, when they like, just go for it. Um, I, said, I, I truly did not expect to run a, a full mile on June 5th. And I certainly didn't expect to be doing, you know, 10Ks. I did first, ten, first race I ever did was around the crown on September 1st. And like, I'd, never expected to to do that um so everything else has just been is just been rewarding in that it was it became feasible like i did a um i, I immediately like because i did a 28 mile hike with make a wish which is the trailblaze challenge um the bandanas of which i've been using for the face mask um and that and then that day after we finished it was a there's a fundraising component and I said, if we hit our goal, then I would sign up for the marathon, which was exactly one month later. And we raised a thousand dollars that that day, uh, not entirely because of that, but uh, and hit the goal. So that night, as I'm sitting in the pool, uh, sitting in the closed uh, room at the hotel with the which was heated for a pool and drinking beer, and just like, all right. So I logged on, signed up, like, cool, I'm committed. <laughs> My legs still hurt from 28 miles of hiking, but I'm committed. So the, uh, yeah, it's short version is, yeah, it, you can, you'll amaze yourself once you, um, once you get in there. I was, um, uh, I, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people have reached out and said, Hey, I did my first 5k. Um, you were, you were one of my inspirations for doing that. I was like, that's ah, awesome. Now I guess I gotta go run. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, the uh, it's like I've seen a handful of people, friends from you know some people that I went to elementary school with that I haven't talked to in like 20 years, um, have reached out and, and was like, I see you're training for a uh, for a marathon. It's like so am I. Like, uh, like it's a great it's a great shared thing. You know, um, that blows me away. And just how just like the craft beer community blows me away by how open and, and connected it is. Um, the running community has been is absolutely the same. Well, Charles, we're proud of you. Um, you inspire us. Um, you inspire the the folks that are listening, and we just appreciate uh, what you do for the running community and getting people involved. Now is a great time to get involved in running. Your local health club is probably closed, so um, you know it's a good time to to start running. Um, and uh, we just wish you luck in whatever's next for you. 
and just remind people to, to support uh, Noda Brewery out on uh, North Tryon Street. Stop by, get your favorite four pack or a couple of them and you'll be ready to go for the weekend. Well, thanks guys. Yep, thanks for coming. Charles. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration for the November 16th Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, Half Marathon, Relay, 5K, and One Mile events is available now at runcharlotte.com. Running Around Charlotte with your host, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper, is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte, released every week.